the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You see, Paul, after conversion, the Lord immediately connected him with Ananias. After Paul got converted, the Lord immediately connected him with Ananias. So he immediately changed camp. Amen. He belonged to another camp before. Now that his life changed, he needed another camp. He needed a different camp. So the Lord immediately connected him with Ananias. And from that, he connected with all the other apostles or all the other brethren. And when others would go from city to city, when they would travel, whenever they got to any place, what did they do first? They asked for, they looked for a Christian. They were always, always on the lookout for a Christian, a person in the city to connect with. Amen? You got to have to look for your company. That is how you can have a staying power. That is how you can be helped. That is how you can be sustained. As for Paul also, he did not travel alone. He traveled in a company with others. Amen? This is the strategy of victory in a company with others. The disciples... The early apostles, after Jesus Christ had gone to heaven, they stayed together, they bonded together, and from house to house, they ate together, they fellowship together, they encouraged one another. This was how they made it. This is the principle, not just of God, not just a spiritual principle, is a social principle, is a physical principle. People are always looking for a group to belong to. Amen. Let us look at the life of Moses. Moses was raised up in the house of Pharaoh in the palace. But he realized that he did not belong there. So he connected with the people that he belonged with. Now eventually he was sent out or he ran out of Egypt. And immediately he got to Midian. God did what? God connected him with the priest of Midian. Someone who served the Lord. Someone who knew the Lord. He was immediately connected with the priest of Midian, who had seven daughters. Out of his daughters, he got married. Amen. What about David? David was on the run for his life. Saul was chasing after him. And he was alone by himself in the cave of Adullam. And there in the cave, some people came to him and they said, we are your brethren. But these people were not great people in the sense that they all have problems. They didn't come with money. No, they were not all together. They were all in debt. They were all depressed. They were all, no, they were all distressed. But they came to him and said, you become our leader. We will follow you. He became a captain over them. They stayed together. 400 of them came to him. They later became 600. But these were people that became the mighty men of David. These were people who had no life before. We had nothing to speak of. We were no people before. But because they connected with David and stayed together, they banded together, they bonded together, they strengthened one another, they encouraged one another, they shared things together. In the end, at the end, they became mighty men. They had a staying power. They had a reputation. And these were the people that 
prevailed with David over the enemies. These were the people that made him king. These were the kingmakers. These were the people that made him to sit on the throne or helped him to sit on the throne or helped him to get to the throne. The people that connected with him, that the people that he connected with. He helped them, they helped him. He helped them, brought them out of their sorrow, depression, brought them out of their troubles. And um, they also helped him because now they became strong and they helped him against the enemies. Amen. This is how we make it. This is how we have victory. By staying together. Amen. By being connected. There are some people that will be leaving home soon. Not leaving home from anywhere, from everywhere. Leaving home and going to college. Maybe going to faraway land. Some people will probably even be traveling out of the country to another country to go to college. If you are a believer, when you get to that other place, what are you going to do? You will have to look for a Christian like yourself. You have to look for a church. You have to look for that group that serves the Lord. You have to look for the right place because if you just stay alone, by yourself. Trying to do it by yourself, you're going to fail. Nobody succeeds alone. You do not succeed alone. You have to be with others. You have to connect with others to succeed. Amen? So when you get to that place, when you get to that school, when you get to that country, when you get to that state, you will need to look for a Christian. You will need to look for a group. The right group, not just any group. Amen? You got to look for the right place. Because if you are not in the right place, you cannot be helped. You won't be helped. It is important to belong to the right place. It is important to belong to the right group. To connect with the right people. People that you can help. People that can help you. Because again, it's a two-way traffic. You give and you take. Amen? So I'm advising you that as you go out of your usual place, as you go out of the house, out of home, go to another home. Go to another family because you need a family. You need a home. You need a place where you are accepted. You need a place where you are cherished. You need a place where you can receive, where you can give. That's going to be a place of life for you in the name of Jesus. Your staying power is God and the people that he has placed in your life. And that is the only reason why you'll be able to say, when you are troubled, I am not going to be distressed. When I'm perplexed, I'm not going to be in despair. When I'm persecuted, I'm not going to be forsaken because you have people around you. When you are cast down, you have people to lift you up because you are around people that love you, that care for you, people of the same faith, people of the same passion in the name of Jesus. Let us look at Hebrews chapter 10. Hebrews 10. Hebrews 10, 19 says, Having therefore, brethren, boldness to enter into the holiest by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way which he has consecrated for us through the veil, that is to say, his flesh, and having an high priest over the house of God, he said, Let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith, having our hearts sprinkled from an evil conscience, and our bodies washed with pure water. Verse 23 says, Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. Now, how do you hold fast the profession of your faith without wavering? How do you have a staying power? A staying faith? How do you have a staying faith? It is by drawing near unto the throne of grace. It is by entering into the veil, into the place of prayer. It is by connecting to your source Say, let us hold fast the profession of our faith. That is how you hold fast the profession of your faith without wavering. But not only that, for in verse 24 he says, And let us consider 
one another to encourage unto love and to good works. So not only you stay connected with God, but you also stay connected with others. Let us consider one another as we draw near unto God in prayer, in worship. We also draw near unto one another. We consider one another and encourage one another to love and to good works. Verse 25 now says, not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. So, how do you have a faith that doesn't waver? Let us hold fast the profession of our faith without wavering. You have a profession of your faith strong without wavering by drawing near to the throne of grace. Also, by drawing near to others. It says, do not give up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing, but encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approaching. Meet more regularly as the day of Christ's return draws nearer. Amen? Why? Because it becomes more difficult to live as a Christian or it's going to be more and more difficult to live as a Christian as the day of Christ draws nearer. Amen? The world is not going to get easier. It's going to get more difficult. But it says, the only way you're going to have a faith that doesn't waver is to meet more regularly. The only way you're going to have a staying power, a staying strength, a staying faith is to meet more regularly. Is to stay together more. Is to draw near unto the throne of grace more. Is to pray together more. Is to associate together more. Is to meet together more. Because when it gets more difficult, then you're going to need more grace. Grace from the Lord and grace from others. Because as you receive grace, you also give grace. Amen? Let me say, as you give grace, you also receive grace. As far as the Lord is concerned, we receive grace from him. And we give grace. And when we give grace, we receive grace also. Amen? So, it is very important that we stay in contact, we stay connected, we have connectivity, we have communication, we have, then we can have cooperation. You see, if you don't have communication, there's no cooperation. If you are not communicating, there's no way you're going to cooperate. And if you are not cooperating, there's no way you're going to have a community. And if you don't have a community, you are not complete. Amen? There's nobody that is complete all alone. You are not complete single. You are complete with others. Amen? So, stay in contact. Be connected. Because again, to have contact doesn't mean there is connection. And to have connection doesn't mean there is connectivity. Doesn't mean that there is a flow. Now, to have a flow doesn't mean there is communication. Because connectivity can just be a one-way flow. But to have communication is a two-way thing. And when there is a two-way thing, there is cooperation. And when there is cooperation, there is community. And when there is community, there is completeness. Do you want to have completeness? Do you want to be whole? If you want to be whole, you've got to have to belong to a community. And if you're going to have to belong to a community, you're going to have to cooperate. And if you're going to cooperate, you've got to have communication. And if you're going to have communication, you've got to have some kind of flow, connectivity. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.